Welcome to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I teach busy moms how to get everything done and still have time and energy for themselves. My passion is for helping women create more heart-to-heart connection with their husband and children so they can feel deeply fulfilled in those most important relationships. The topic of today's podcast is how to feel happier in marriage. But before we get started, I want to let you know that I have created a free download called The Ultimate Guide to Guilt-Free Self-Care. I'm really proud of this guide. It is a guide to help you take care of yourself in mind, body, and spirit so you can feel like your best self every day. And that topic goes really perfectly with our theme of marriage today because one great way to feel happier in your marriage is to take really good care of yourself. So if you want to download that, visit my website, tinaheisman.com. Also, I have a free private group on Facebook where you can come to get inspiration for your life. It's called A Life Designed because we get to design our lives intentionally. We believe that life happens for us, not to us. And so this is actually a happy place on Facebook, and I hope that you will join us. Now let's dive in and talk about how to feel happier in marriage. And I thought I would just start out with a story. A client of mine was married to a guy who couldn't seem to let go of things, whether it was like t-shirts from high school or old CDs or even more modern, like seemingly useful things like, I don't know, pens and coins and pins and like electronic cords, like brochures from places that they visited. Um, all of these things. He's just got all all of this clutter in her mind and they're stashed in junk drawers and that's only because she puts them in the junk drawers otherwise they would be all over in random piles around the house. So there are other things that kind of um, bother her that his clothes like he's got so many clothes they're bulging out of his closet but he only wears like a small handful of them and he's got these um tons of like shoes like when he gets done with a pair of running shoes he retires them but he doesn't get rid of them (laughs) so it's like this growing pile of shoes that he's got Um, and then continuing on with her complaints when he comes home from work he just like dumps his jacket and his briefcase and coffee mug you know just right in the kitchen like near the kitchen table and the chairs kind of in the middle of everything that's going on and and the wife is like getting ready to you know, get dinner on the table. So she has to clear all of that off, which it was clear before he got home. And so in her mind, it's like, why why can't he like see all of this, right? Like, why can't he even just like see you put your stuff there and then I move it. And so she's just like frustrated, right? Because she prefers to live clutter free. And she admits she's not perfect at it, but she does try to keep like her belongings to a minimum and mostly put in the right place so that life feels more balanced to her and she did describe it like a feeling like the clutter it irritates her in her mind but it also she feels it in her body like it's frustration and so she has been having building resentment coming up about this with her husband and just you know there's even fights between them because she moves things and puts them away and then he can't find them (laughs) she's like well, I put them over here and, you know, he gets frustrated because he can't find them. And so she's frustrated that he leaves his stuff everywhere. He's frustrated because she moves his stuff. And for him, this feels like disrespectful because 
you know, she's not just respecting what he's doing with his things, but now she feels disrespected because the piles of his stuff would be laying all over like in her space all day. So gosh, what is this woman to do? What is this couple to do? How do they solve this problem? What I want to share with you is a thought that sometimes what is needed is not a solution, but rather a change in perspective. Kind of like, don't sweat the small stuff could be a perspective here. And I say that because what causes the breakup of many marriages, it's not necessarily the big stressors like addictions or infidelity. It's the little things. It's letting the little things turn into big things by focusing on them and letting them just fog up your lenses. They cloud your big picture view of everything that's going on. Like we get down in the in the details of it. And if we can change our perspective and step out and look at the big picture view, we might see something different. So I want to share something with you. Whatever we focus on in our marriage is what we will find. So if we are sure that our husband is disrespectful for leaving his piles of junk everywhere, and we continue to think about that and focus on it, and every time there's a new pile, like, see, new pile, see, he's disrespectful, we're going to continue to find those piles, and we're going to continue to feel terrible about it, and it's going to drive us crazy. But I want you to see that it's a choice what you decide to think about the piles. Let's flip that. If you are sure that your husband loves you and respects you, you will find evidence of that. You will notice things like the fact that he goes to work for your family every day, that he takes out the trash when it's full, that he helps with the kids, that he listens to you when, he, when you speak, that he makes you a coffee sometimes, or that he takes your opinions seriously. All of those things are good things. And if you will just look, you will find ways that he is good to you. A thriving marriage takes a lot of grace, you guys. We are two imperfect humans who have been put together under the same roof for the majority of our lives. And I know that in the beginning of our relationships, we think that our husband can do no wrong. But once we live with them for a while and and even once kids come along and job stress and all of the things, we tend to see more of what they do wrong than what they do right. But I want you to know that nothing has gone wrong here. This is par for the course of life. And it's not a reason to give up. It's a reason to persevere. And I think this might sound crazy to you. But on the harder days or through the harder times of my marriage, I have this goofy image of the day that I arrive in heaven. I imagine giving Jesus a big hug and saying something tongue-in-cheek about my husband like, really? Why did you have to give me such a difficult one? That was really hard. (laughs) And I imagine that Jesus and I are both going to laugh and And he's going to hold me by the shoulders and say, well done, my good and faithful servant. 
Like, this is, you know, this is what I'm imagining. It's going to be like, Victory's going to be so proud of me. Although I think what's probably going to happen is he's going to say, well, let me show you a few reasons why you were a difficult match for your husband. <laughs> because you guys, I am just sure that my husband has, is the exact man that I need to be with. I'm sure that I'm the exact woman that my husband needs to be with and that God did that on purpose. Because here's the thing. Loving people is easy when it's easy, right? There's no effort. But when things get hard, when people are really difficult or annoying or they push our buttons, that's when really loving someone kicks in, right? That's when the unconditional love kicks in. And I want to offer you, what if we could love our spouse no matter what little quirky, weird habits they have or what differences we might have in opinion about parenting or uh, what uh, uh, money or some of the other topics that are out there, right? What would that be like if we could just kind of release that need for it to all be easy and just understand sometimes it's hard and that's where the real love kicks in. And so I want you to know that you are not alone We are all annoyed from time to time by our spouses. So true. It probably wouldn't be right if we weren't, right? I am just offering you, try to shift your focus when you notice you're there, when you notice you're in that state of perpetual frustration. And remember to give grace, a grace like you might want to receive. We know the Bible talks a lot about grace. And there's one verse that I thought could help us to remember grace. It's Romans eleven six, And it says, and if by grace, then it cannot be based on works. If it were, grace would no longer be grace. And so we know that we do not get grace from God by doing good works. We get it simply by being. And so that can encourage us to give it to our spouses because they deserve it every bit as much as we do, Right? So I hope this is helpful in maybe shifting some perspective for you, letting you know that you're not alone, and then just giving you a practical tool of shifting your focus and focusing on the good when you're feeling that frustration. But I do know that this is easier said than done, and when situations come at us in life, it, is, it doesn't seem like it was like the next one and it feels like we need to solve it a different way. And so it helps to have someone help you. And I would love to be that gal for you. If you would like to know more about how you can bring more happiness into your marriage and work on your mindset so that you can feel less frustration and more peace and happiness, message me for a complimentary consultation. We'll take a look at what's happening now in your marriage that's making you nuts and we'll look at what you think it should look like and then come up with a plan for how to get you there. In the meantime, remember, I have created the free ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care. If you're frustrated in your marriage, this is a wonderful place to start. Start by taking care of you and loving on you, and that's going to put you more easily in a mindset to work through any difficulties or challenge in your marriage. All right, so don't forget to join us in the Life Design community on Facebook, and we'll see you next time.